Recovery On Air, the official podcast of Crossroads Addiction Rehabilitation. Candid discussion about addiction and recovery with the people who have lived it, along with input from experts on the journey from struggle to triumph. Laugh, cry, and be inspired. And now, your host for Recovery On Air, Greg Halverson. Welcome to Recovery On Air. Um, another episode here with some. Uh, we've got some. We've got some viewers today in the in the studio. Besides Charlie, my my usual backup. Um, <laughs> he's over there sticking his tongue out and yeah, kiss army, dude. Um, kiss army. Welcome to Recovery On Air, where we uh, where we talk about all things recovery, the good, the bad, and the miracles. Mm. And uh, today's ho- uh, host, yeah, today's host, today's host is Jay Dow. He's going to host <laughs> it, and he's going to ask me questions. Ooh, yeah. oh, oh, wait a minute. Show twist. I, yeah, yeah, plot twist, baby. I'm going to have you on my podcast. Okay, so. uh, we'll, we'll trade. Yeah. Um, but uh, so Jay Dow is here, and uh, and my, I got my buddy Bo over there sitting Bo with Joe. Charlie. Bo Joe. And, um, and yeah, and hopefully we'll have, we'll have a little bit of fun and... and um, Robin won't have to correct us too many times and edit too many too many things. Uh, thank you, Jay, for yeah, coming down and you. being down here. Um, you know, it's I I it's funny because a lot of people come up and say, "Hey, man, when am I going to be on the podcast?" And or other people, some people come up to me and they give me a full list. I've had that happen too. Hey, these are the people that we thought about would be really cool, right? <laughs> for your show. But well, yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, and it's not my show. Well, it's yeah. Crossroads. Uh, yeah, it's right. everybody's right. show, right? Yeah. But but what they don't think about is, and this has happened, mm-hmm. is um, some people don't talk as much as I do. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and and you got to keep it rolling. You do right. You know, yes. you do a podcast, yep. and and anybody who listens to podcasts out there, I mean, the whole the whole idea is here is to keep everybody uh, intrigued a little bit and waiting for uh, for what what next is going to come out of somebody's mouth. Mm. Usually, something filthy around here, but um, <laughs> that's okay. And uh, so, but anyways, and so I think that we've only had one, two. You're the fourth person, I think, that's been on for a second time. Oh wow. Don't make me feel so, special. Well, I'm not. Head. That's why you're fourth and not first. Okay, so <laughs> yeah, I dial got it resu- back here, bro. Oh, I got to resume in the minute <laughs> you said four. Yeah, no, don't. I'm an alcoholic, bro. <laughs> so, um, and and here's a little background. Jay and I have known each other for quite a long time mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to the whole sobriety thing, and uh, we and can well, both then- we can both tell stories about each other. And uh, and it was funny because as I was coming in here today uh, on the way down here. And, you know, uh, I get a phone call from somebody who lives out of state. He was part of it back then. And, and first thing he does is, is tell a story about Jay and being so intoxicated that he broke our breathalyzer. At Crossroads. Yeah. So, um, you know, but he doesn't hold a resentment yeah. against you. Yeah. And uh, you know who we're talking about. And mm-hmm. we'll leave that one alone. But yeah. um, that's what we did. Right? Yeah. I mean, you, 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 you drink until there ain't no more to drink. Man. Yeah, I do. And um, amazing things happen to people when when they when they get sober. Um, not all, and and there are a lot that I have no clue about. Mm-hmm. Families, I didn't, I I don't have a wife, kids, or anything like that. 
Um, I have my family, my, my mom and my sisters and my dad before he passed away. But, you know, there are other things that happen that are true miracles, Jay. Yes. And what you have done is one of those, in my opinion. Mm. My, my humble opinion. Oh. Yeah. Um, you've reached a lot of people. Mm. Do you ever think anybody would let you into a prison? And then let you back out. No, no, and then no. let you back out. No, no, not. Yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about sober Mo- sober music company. We changed it. You changed, changed it. Change yeah. the name. Yeah, change the name. Uh, sober music company. So it's my little one man band. I sing about addiction and talk about recovery. So I've been doing it for ten years now. I did it the very first time when I was a year and two months sober at Maverick House. That's where I, I went into Maverick House for a 30-day. Yeah. Uh, trying to put a probation case together so I wasn't going to prison. Because right. I thought, oh, let me. I was homeless and robbed my buddy's house. Yeah. I came and I ended up at Community Bridges and got through detox. You know, I'd been going in and out of Community Bridges for five years. and never made it to the detox. But this time I did and, and um, realized I robbed Richard Dennis's house and... And gotten, you know, serious, not about getting sober, but about not going to prison. So I went to Maverick for 30 days, and then I came back to Crossroads. But at Maverick House, um, and I got sober, but at Maverick House, when you get a year of sobriety, you can go back and tell the residents, oh, hey, you know, I used to live here and share and all that. And so Mm -hmm. I called my therapist. She ran a thing on Fridays called Music Group where she'd bring a, a, a radio in boom box and we could pick songs during the week and then she would bring it in just play a song and then we talk about it and that's where i got the idea from it right to do it and i said hey can i i called her and i was like can i come in and you know i'm a year sober a year and two months now and like after she picked the phone back up off the ground um <laughs> she uh, i was like can i come in and you know speak and she's like yeah and i go well could i come in and sing a couple i got some songs about addiction could i do it at your music group she's like yeah whatever and so i came in and did it and I sang a song I had written called um, Pawn Shop Wedding Ring. And, <laughs> and like half the room was crying when I got done. And I was like, wow, you know, I had no I idea. I one of those one time. <laughs> Pawn Shop Wedding yeah, Ring? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I think we all did. A few of them. Uh, it, it went straight back to the pawn shop. <laughs> ironically. So I sang that, and then I sing this song, A Mother's Love, and my therapist at the time, she was sober 10 years and had done prison time, and she was tough. And I did A Mother's Love, and she was crying. And then I realized, like, oh, man, this thing might be pretty special. Right. And so it's, you know, I'm 10 years into doing it. It took a long time. It's been, um, I had, I've heard, you know, it took many years of no and um, people saying, you're not a licensed therapist, you know, <laughs> who are you? Please leave, sir, and take your what's, guitar. What's with the hair? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jay Dow, the ugliest woman in AA. Um, That's a big shout-out to Greg Quinn there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who has longer hair than me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, just, you know, we'll, well we'll talk about yeah, looks. Yeah, but, we will. <laughs> mm. So that you know, that's how it started, and that's what I've been doing for you know. Crossroads, you know, supports me, and I go to a different Crossroads <clears throat> facility yep. every Saturday. Yeah. And, and the jails and the prisons, they let me film in jail. They let me 
It's just crazy, man. And the thing about you is so... Oh, here we go. Yeah. Uh, this is what I love so much. I love recovery. How long are you sober now? 13? In January. Th- in th- oh, so you yeah. got 12. 12. Um, so you're a year ahead of me. I got 11 years sobriety. And so I relapsed for five years before I got sober. Yep. Yeah. And when I finally got sober, you were the night manager at Crossroads. Yep. And as I relapsed for how long were you a night manager? A couple like years? Nine, no. Oh. It seemed like yeah. it seems it, like years. It does. Nine months. You yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, lived in the back house yeah, and all yeah. that. And so in that nine months, I don't know how many times I moved in out of Crossroads, but yeah. um I remember one time I was sixty days sober, you were had the clipboard check in for dinner and I came back. I was like, Hey bro, I got an apartment. And do you remember this? No. Yeah. I was like, I don't. Yeah. $80 move in special camelback and 16. <laughs> nice. And you're like, I was like, I'm good, bro. You're like, don't Jay. No, don't. You don't remember this? No. Yeah. And uh, I said this to everybody. What do you mean, <laughs> yeah, man? I know, Guys right? coming back. Yeah. I got the best idea in the whole world <laughs> me moving out at 60 days all on my own yes yeah, yeah. this is gonna be great yeah because I, I got this shit licked man and so i was like i really thought i was good right quinn well sure you know of course you did gq gq had some, my stuff in the back of his truck and my stuff was two garbage bags right right of yeah. Clothes. He, uh, but, yeah he drove from, a isuzu uh golf cart <laughs> <laughs> but I, I remember you just saying and they kind of walked with me like don't do don't do this man don't no don't just stay and i was like man i'm good and and within um a month and a half i tried to kill myself in that apartment right. i tried to hang myself right you know and uh and then i was drinking for i don't know yeah till the next year uh that was i don't know summertime and then i got sober february of 2012. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I'm getting back to is I had so many resentments towards you. I hated you. <laughs> you know, you're a night manager. You're a night manager. I'd be playing the piano for room checks and Dude, all the way you, right up to the wire. You used to play, I was going to mention that, you used to play the same effing song <laughs> every night yeah. and you would be the last one that yeah. I would have to come and go, would you get the fuck upstairs? Yeah, yeah. I'm, and I'm, I would be such for a... For God's sakes, man. I'm, and that piano was broken. It wasn't tuned. Yeah, I know. So it sounded even worse. And then Jay singing and, you yeah, know... Which is even worse. Oh, Lord almighty. Well, the thing, I look back at it now and I'd be like... <laughs> and we get into arguments because I'd be like, bro, like, I'm... You got to go upstairs first. I'm yeah. downstairs. You're I'll be not all right. Even, yeah, I'll be like, there dude, by the time you get. Checks. By the time you get to my room, right, I'll right, be there. Right. And just <laughs> being a newcomer, dipshit. Not that I'm not a dipshit. Uh, Eleven years sober. Yeah, but, right. I you know, know. But the thing about it, like, I had so right. many resentments towards you. Like the one time I was passed out on the basketball court, and you stole my. Maybe yeah, yeah, brand new out. pint of vodka, yeah. and I dumped that in straight and killed the oleanders. Yeah, yeah. killed the oleanders. Because <laughs> that was some high quality stuff. Yeah, it was. <laughs> but the thing about it was, um, you're like, go to the park, sleep it off, and come back tomorrow. Yeah, and I did. Yeah, and then I got an earful yep. from Riley. I just, yeah, oh god, man, he was so pissed. I never, he's that's the loudest I just he ever yelled at come me. Come on, Chris, come on. <laughs> There's nothing worse than when there were, and this is God's honest truth. There's nothing worse than a dude drunk who you want to help, mm-hmm. but you know at that point in time, right then and there, it ain't <laughs> they, happening. Whatever you say is not is falling on deaf ears. Yeah, it ain't happening. Right, and and uh, and yeah, I mean, you know, everybody went through that at some point in their life who's in recovery. 
um, somewhere now, along the line. But now you're one of my dearest friends. I mean, I but love you to death. You know? I, and 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 I love you, um, even when you make lots of fun of me and everything. Uh, <laughs> what do you mean? Uh oh, here we go. The they gave their dog a fish, oh, okay, yeah. and then sent me a picture and was like, "Hey, look, he catches fish better than you, or whatever." I don't know. Something uh, no, like I was that. like Cooper, be, be Greg yeah, yeah. Halverson. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I had a bunch of fish yeah. around. Him. In other words, his dog can impersonate me. <laughs> so um, you know. And and it's a wiener dog. Yeah. So I don't know if that makes it worse, better, whatever. Uh, but uh, yeah, just because this dog's sitting there with a freaking stuffed fish. By the way, that fish is in my office. Is it really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really? it's up on the windowsill. But that's another thing about being sober 11 years. And you know me for who I am. I am a homeless drunk. Right? I'm a homeless drug addict. That's yeah, who I am. Homeless? You lived in a shed? Is that really homeless? <laughs> <laughs> really? You know, sleeping at the park? Is that really? I mean, when you break it down. But, you know, like you, my wife doesn't know me. Sandy doesn't. I mean, she hears the stories, yeah. but she yeah, doesn't yeah, yeah, know yeah. who I really am yeah. in that yep. sense without yep. recovery. But you do. You've seen me shit face drunk. Right. Yep. You've seen me be a complete belligerent asshole. Yep. And, yeah. um, and you love me through yeah. it, so thank you for yeah. saving my life, Absolutely. bro. Absolutely. So you know, and and the way that things happen like this is um, the gentleman sitting right over here. You know, Bojo. Um, Bojo. Yeah. I remember. Him. I remember my second. So I came into Crossroads on a Wednesday, and on, on Wednesdays you had to go to the Wednesday Night Men's Step mm -hmm. Study. Mm -hmm. And um, and I just told this story because they they're moving locations. They're they out of where they've been for forever. Um, and and they said, all right, now go out and get in that car and, and go to this meeting. And I was like, I don't know anybody in that car. We as, if, as if that oh, ever yeah, stopped right. yeah. me before. <laughs> right? Living in rehab, yeah, go yeah, get in the car. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but now I have ethics or something. Yeah. I don't know, whatever. So and, so, and then the next week, I was like, God, I got to do this again? Because he had to do it four four times in a row. And, um, mm -hmm. and, and old Bojo pulled up in his pickup truck, and he was just like, being a service he said hey anybody out who needs a ride oh yeah and i i'm like oh, i guess i'm getting in this guy's pickup yeah, truck yeah. this is weird <laughs> you know but yeah. i'll never forget it yeah i'll never forget it and for that i'm eternally grateful um for all the people that, that did it for me you know that's the whole point of this whole deal is um there were people there for you there were people there for me there were people there for Bo and charlie you know if it, God, I hope just people don't forget about you're supposed to give that back. Yes. Right. Yes. And so that was what I was kind of getting at earlier with you was um, the miracle, which was, you know, you're doing something and you say, oh, yeah, me and the one man band. But but your one man stories and your your everything that you're doing, um, you found a way to do it to like the most people possible it's crazy it is crazy yeah, it's it just happened it's insane it just happened here's the crazy part you got dudes who probably consider themselves like you know i'm kind of a badass oh you know, yeah they knew me yeah. on the street right yeah. where they called me homie yeah new york and yeah yeah, they, yeah. just call me cleveland yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> whatever all the other yeah. all the other cities were taken just call me yeah, yeah. Glock. <laughs> all the other yeah call me tex <laughs> 
Yeah. What movie was that? Uh, I don't know. There was a movie where everybody, oh, it was in Forrest Gump where he's talking about all the people that were named in his platoon or whatever. He's like, for some reason, all these people are named after places and <laughs> oh, except yeah. for the one guy from Texas who's called Louisiana or whatever. <laughs> yeah, Anyways, yeah. Yeah. but there's all these guys who, who, who I've witnessed this. Mm. They're crying yes. listening to your songs. I know. That's how horrible my voice and is. I, well, <laughs> it, that's what I thought at first. Oh, that's but, hilarious. <laughs> but then I went, oh, my God, they're listening to these lyrics, and mm-hmm. they're totally... They're totally, they're totally, what's the word I'm looking for? They're totally just going, oh, yeah, been there, yeah, done that. Yeah, it's heavy. They're crying. I mean, that's, I don't really go, I don't show up for the applause. I show up for the tears. I really do. And that's, you know, it's and it's always the guys in the back of the room, which I used to be the guy in the back of the yeah. rehab room. Yep. Arms crossed, like, who's this fucking right. clown coming right. in here? You know, now I'm like twice everybody's age anyways. And so there's like a lot of, you know, in a typical situation, obstacles against the room full of people yeah. getting ready to start singing songs about addiction too right. but i love it because it's tears don't lie right you know and, and that's this whole thing about feeling feelings i talk about it all the time uh, you know what i learned from you and crossroads and my sponsor and recovery is to heal feelings you have to feel feelings and then you have to talk about how you feel and that's what we do in sober music company groups. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and whoever's crying, I hand them a microphone and get them talking, you know, and that's just. You don't hand them a Kleenex? <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, they're supposed to be in the room, but uh, I started trying to carry Kleenex for a while, but I got too much shit to manage. Yeah, to, yeah, like, yeah. To yeah. remember no, the Kleenex, too. I've, I've seen it. Um, and, and, you know, um, you haven't had an easy journey in sobriety. You've had some shit happen. You've yes. had some stuff go down. You've had some good, some bad stuff. And, you know, and, and, and I think that's important for everybody to understand is when you got a strong program mm-hmm. and you're doing this kind of work where you, this is just my own opinion. When you're doing what you're supposed to be doing as a, as a member of somebody in recovery who was, who ha- there once again, there were other people there for you. Yes. Thank so don't God. For, don't forget about that. Yes. And then when you and then when you don't forget about that and you do keep that and you keep that attitude of gratitude going on and you give back somehow we always make it through these the tough times. It's true. Right? Yes. I mean, you know, um, you just went through a loss in your life. Yeah, my dad right? died in July. And yeah. I've been through that. Yeah, and that's why and I'm getting it through it because I knew, I know that you have been through and it. There's, and there's, and you know what? And there were always people around who yes. would just walk up and go, hey, man, I'm sorry about that. Yes. You know? um, and you just know it's going to be okay. Yeah, I do. Right? Yeah. Rather than... This was the perfect excuse for me to go and get loaded. Oh, yeah. My dad dying is... Because I did that for everything. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Did it for everything, and it got me nowhere. Um, so there is hope out there, people. Yes, you know, don't there let, is. Don't ever forget. Um, so Crossroads. Mm-hmm. What other... Do you, you got other treatment facilities you do? Uh, you, new Life. Okay. Which is uh, yeah. a reentry program that just started yep. by my buddy Jason and Sarah, and... Lindsay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, is clinical director. Yeah. Decent. Lin- yep. Uh, so, um, yeah, I go Wednesdays with them and, uh, Saturdays with Crossroads and prison prisons, jails, uh, Maverick house every month. 
um, um, webinars with tarot, music. Sounds you know. to me like you stay busy. Super busy, you know. It's And really now um, we used to leave for the summer to go to Washington because yep. Sandy's from Washington. Yep. We go up there and hike and stuff. Um, Kayaks. But, Yep, kayak. Yeah. Yeah, and so we... Um, He's got a Subaru with kayaks on it. My wife has the Subaru. Oh, I have, oh, I have the okay. all-black Durango. Okay. Oh, that's right. Because I'm edgy. That's... Oh. I'm edgy. That's why I've got that. Um, but... Um, <laughs> if you saw Jade Dow driving down the road in a Subaru with two kayaks on it, and the windows open, and a dog in the passenger seat, not uh, his wife... Yeah. No. Could be problems. Could be. Uh, yeah, so anyways, we, we usually leave for the summer, but we have a place up there now. Right. And so her mom right. moved up there. And you even you even went into a place while you were up there last time, right? Oh, yeah, Hazel and Betty yeah. Ford yeah, yeah. performed there in uh, Portland. Yeah, how was that? Amazing. It yeah. was a bucket list thing, you know? Yeah. I mean, for what I do, you know, I'm not trying to fill... Uh, stadiums and play right. to the public I, right. my day i play in drug rehabs jails and right. prisons and, and betty ford is can you imagine a wembley full of drug addicts wembley stadium jay dow <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry but we're gonna have to hold off on the concert there's too many people not moving <laughs> <laughs> yeah beer sales would be very low on yeah that day yeah no yeah so uh, but it was just cool, to, you know, to, to, you know, nobody gets, um, Piosky tried to get me into Betty Ford and couldn't, Yeah. you know, he had a contact right. there right, right. and reached out to his contact and the guy had kind of gone, but right. the other people are like, we just kind of, yeah. you know, and, um, and again, that's what I love about recovery because when, when Piosky contacted him on my behalf and he's another huge supporter of mine, right. like. It's just insane. Um, it, what it's insane is how it doesn't matter how many people tell you no; it's the, the few tell you yes. Right. And and um, and so, anyways, I an old timer from Sunrise Serenity got sober at Betty Ford thirty yep. years ago, and he got me in. Yeah. I started doing Zoom meetings with them and the clients in the re, in the rehab, uh, you know, through Zoom, and then. Um, Send you know some video and they approved me to come up and right. we were up in Washington and we went over there. That's so awesome. Have you ever heard any anybody from like old school Betty Ford from back in the day when like the only people who went to Betty Ford were rock and roll stars and actors, yes, and actresses, right, yes. And some of the shit that went down in there. Oh my god. I mean, because hey, you know, um, I'm paying you fifty grand or whatever it was, and not to take away from their program or anything like that, but. I've heard a couple stories of eh, this was yeah. a long time ago. Yeah, it was. Um, and uh, that's why I was wondering what, it, you know, it, different atmosphere, right? Oh, yeah, today because is. Because you're singing the same songs. Yes. To yes. people. Low bottoms that, that, that and to, high bottoms. To people that, yes, that, to people that had the same issues. But in, wow, that's so different than, um, you know. Uh, 30 guys who just got out of jail and are sitting at Crossroads. Yeah, it's true. It's, I mean, I changed my pitch up a little bit, and I changed well, sure. the songs up a little bit when I went to, to Betty Ford. But the cool fluff, it, fluff it up a little? Well, <laughs> I mean, you know, they're, they're high bottoms so uh, far, you know. Well, I know. Um, sure. So far. And so I wasn't singing to them about homelessness. But the cool thing about my journey is before I became a homeless right. alcoholic drug addict, yep. 
I was a real estate broker right. and I owned investment right. property, I had condos right. and I made a shitload of right. money. And, um, and so I can go talk to dudes that come straight out of prison, yeah. homeless drug addicts. And I can go and talk to, you know, the, yep. everyone's clean and looks nice yep. showered and, yeah. and got cars and houses and families. And, <laughs> and there was, I was stunned at how much crime went down at Betty Ford. That's awesome. I, I mean, it was That's good. Well, it is good because it's a solid program for what I do. I right. know instantly I go in and start doing my little shtick yep. and, um, I know if it's a solid program or not because people are crying and right. people are sharing. Yep. And that happens at every cross. I go to, well, Crossroads got 10 facilities. I'm not going to the IOPs, right. the, the Scottsdale yep. and um, Arcadia yet. We're working that out. I'm going to hit those guys up back up. But so, you know what? Um, eight facilities every time, every Saturday I go to a different facility yep. and every Saturday somebody cries their ass off right. at a Crossroads facility because Crossroads is the most solid drug rehab in well, the country. Well, and it's because they're 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 hearing something for the first time and being exposed to someone and something for the first time. There's always going to be somebody there who's never sat there and listened to someone else mm -hmm. open up because that's what you're doing. Every time you go in front of those guys, you're opening up. You're 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 peeling everything away and going, look, this is me exposed. Yeah, it is. And true. this is who I was. And I used to, to the, live here. Down to the worst. I used to live and, here. And uh, I've been I've been there and done that. But a lot of people I think are used to um it's okay, Jay. I know how you feel. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, you tell that to me uh, and yeah, inside yeah. I'm going, you don't know shit. Yeah, right. Right? Yes. You, you know what yeah, I mean? No, it's well, yeah, it's so impersonal. Yeah, well, right? that's why I relapsed for yeah. so long because, right. you know, I'd see people like you, you know, and people sober got a, you know, shiny new car, shiny new, like everything. Like they have all yeah. these great, they're telling me these stories that they're like me, but I couldn't relate because right. I'm like, right. you have no idea. Like if you drink and did drugs like me, there's no way in hell you could be sober as long right. as you have with that nice little shiny right. car you got. Right. Talk to me about living in a shed. That 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 that's yeah. that's gonna right. that's going to help me understand. Right. Yeah. You, oh oh. How many really? times you've been to a jail? Shed? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I might even go, dude. You're that's bad. <laughs> I know. I can't you know help what I mean? you. Yeah. 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 Uh, I mean, from somebody else's perspective, because not everybody's hit that bottom. No. Uh -uh. And um, and so uh, and it, yeah, <laughs> that's that's a fifty fifty. You're either worse or or not as bad as as the people that you're talking to probably. Um, mm -hmm. But what is, what's one of the best things that's happened to you in sobriety? Next to getting sober, um, meeting Sandy. Yeah. Yeah. My wife. Okay. We just celebrated nine years. Wow. Uh, November 4th. Wow. Yeah. And so uh, it's, the thing about her is she is so emotionally healthy. She's yeah. the, the most emotionally healthy person I know. Um, okay. She raised a non-functioning autistic son until he was like 16. He just would wake up and scream bloody right. murder from the minute he was awake sure. until the time he went to sleep. And, and, and my wife, um, the louder he got, the softer she got. And so she's in the program, Eating Disorders Anonymous. Uh -huh. um, but I met her because I was working at this treatment center that her therapist 
was the clinical director at the time. Okay. And she has two sons, and, and one of them was in this program. And they hired me. He was the only client. He'd just come out of prison. I worked with him for like three months. And, it was, you know, he lived in an apartment, and I'd drive him over to, to the therapy sessions. I brought him to recovery and all this stuff. And they went to shut the program. They called us in the office one day, and they're like, um, Andrew, you need to find a new place to live because we're shutting the program down. And, Jay, you need to find a new job because we're shutting the program down. We're out of money. Right. And so I had a real estate broker's license. I wasn't doing real estate. I was working in recovery. And so um, Sandy was like, I'm going to buy him a place. Because I've been trying to find him an apartment, but he was a felon, and he couldn't. Um, nobody would let him rent. And um, so she was working. She had a federal construction company. Yep. And she's like, I'm just going to buy him some little you know, condo, and he can figure out his own life. I ain't got time to fuck with him. And so we started looking for him to buy, a, she was going to buy him a condo, and then her and I started talking, and he moved into sober living, and we bought a house. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, so <laughs> Wait so, a minute. Yeah. I wonder if he has a resent. No, I'm just... Massive. That's, that's awesome. Massive, that's still awesome. to this day. Yeah. yeah. We're not talking to him right now, yeah. and that's all right. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. um, we're letting him find his way. part of the deal. Yeah, he yeah. may be sober, but you know, just yeah. because we're sober doesn't mean we don't act like drug addicts right? and say yeah, stupid for sure. shit to people. <laughs> so yeah, we we love him and we wish him the best, but we don't talk to him right now. By the way, we're getting real happy over here. So good luck. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> that's that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. I never I've never heard that. I remember going over there to uh, when they were clearing out their offices over there on 16th oh, yeah, Street. Yeah, I went yeah, over given, and yep. picked up a bunch of Oh, that's know, right. Chairs or yeah, something like yeah. that. She yeah, she was just donating everything. Yeah, she when was they just giving it, it all away. I was like, oh, is this one of those things where you see it in the movies where they're just like liquidating everything because yeah, they need the to FBI, get out fast? FBI's yeah, yeah, on yeah, the way. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The guys out there in the black suburban. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. She. Yeah. <laughs> it was amazing because it took her like two years to kind of retire, but like all of her jobs that she had all kind of stopped at the same time. She just didn't take any right. other jobs. And, right. But so she, it's really interesting ha hanging out with her, you know, because she's so intelligent. And I've just never run around with a woman who can do everything better than me. Yeah. She's smarter than me. I mean, she's just highly intelligent. Yeah. And, and um, it's just incredible to I, run, you know, be with someone who's so healthy. I got, a, I got a great Sandy story. But, you know, she goes to, well, there were, there were meetings over at, the, at my oh yeah, church. eating disorders anonymous. At my church. Yeah, that's what she's in. And um, and and I go over there and and I do a little like kind of property management or whatever. So I swing through there probably three at least three times a week just mm. to kind of check on things. And yeah. she was in the parking lot and this guy's talking to her. And I pulled up and I was over there doing something and all of a sudden she comes walking over after like ten minutes or fifteen minutes of talking to this dude and she comes over and she's like trying to look at me and not really talk or point or look mm. or anything and she's like so just kind of say hi and 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 start talking to me because uh you know oh yeah and i go creeper. Oh, yeah, yeah. okay creeper alert all right um, yeah. you know yeah. luckily i had a uh gloves on and, and a branch cutter yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah but uh that was kind of some guy was though. like stalking her from the yeah, meeting yeah she, stalking, she just I, didn't feel comfortable yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah she's like oh there's greg yeah. walk me yeah, to my yeah, car yeah. just stay yeah, yeah. with me yeah yeah 
Yeah, I remember. I it, yeah, she told me about that immediately. Places, she got yeah, in the, car. the places that we run into people, it's uh, it's pretty funny. And um, I, she's she's great. I she, say like she really is. meeting she, uh, meeting her is really the greatest thing. But you know, in front of meeting her, I met her when I was coming up on three years of sobriety. But really, the greatest thing that's happened to me in sobriety is Ty Callen, who yeah. just passed away. Yeah. Um, I was six months sober. He was sponsoring me, and and um, he threatened to fire me if I didn't start sponsoring guys. Right. And so the number one greatest thing that's happened to me in sobriety is him threatened to fire me <laughs> if I didn't sponsor. Because I wouldn't have sponsored if he hadn't, you know? I wouldn't have, and that's what well, keeps you me sober. S- I, don't well, think I, I don't think I would have, man. No? And I was six months sober, right. you know? Like, right. I had a job, right. had a girlfriend. Right. You know, the promises were coming true. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Had a mountain bike that wasn't stolen at 42 <laughs> years old. <laughs> Uh, you know, I was winning, but, but I, I wouldn't have, winning. I, if he wouldn't, if all, you know, I didn't, he saved my life. And what he said to me is, um, get a sponsee or get a new sponsor. Right. And he's like, if you're going right. to run around this program and call me your sponsor, you're going to sponsor men, get a sponsee or get a different sponsor. Yeah. And so, yeah, I started sponsoring <laughs> six months sober. Yeah. Well, and, and, you know, he was another guy who, because of what he did, same thing. Um, I think it's amazing that he sponsored you and he sponsored Patch. Because between mm, the two oh, of you, yeah. you have you have you have affected in one way, shape, or mm. form a lot of people. Oh. The, those two names, Jay Dow and Patch. And um, I mean, Patch. He'll he'll take he'll take the whole house. Yeah, he if, will. If he could. Yeah, yeah if absolutely. He could, he'd, he'd he'd take on all 48, 48 guys yep. living over there at Crossroads East. True. Um, he's just no bullshit. What yeah. um, what's what? Where do you do you do you see it growing? Do you see like are you gonna what are you gonna do ten years from now? Are you is this something that you are so passionate about that you're gonna continue doing this until you some until music company until, yeah until until yeah. your vocal cords just give up on you or, or yeah the I, guitar strings break and you don't you know, can't tune it back up <laughs> I am expanding it I and so the cool thing about us having the summer place up in um, Washington now is. I'm not going to be gone for three months of the year. So Crossroads let right. me just stop wherever sure. and pick back up in three months when I right. got back into town. But I wasn't, um, you know, signing contracts with other p- facilities or, or really getting involved with other places because I knew I split for the summers. But now that I'm um, not, we, we can just fly up there and back. And so um, I am really working on the um, expanding the whole thing and, and, and I would like to get it to where uh, other musicians can come in under it with my songs and kind of the, the basic structure of it. But, but really all it is is um, I, you know, I sing about what I know about. Right. You know, making my mom cry, right. making my family hate me, going to jail, <laughs> getting DUIs, getting beat up, relapsing for years, hating recovery, thinking I'm atheist, fuck re- AA, like... Right. That book's stupid. Right. And like that's I sing about that stuff and and um I don't know, man. You can't like what I've discovered with Sober Music Company and those songs is it's really tough for drug addicts to block that out. You know, like I yeah. and so the song structures there's, there's no denying the truth. Right. And I mean if you stand up in front of a group of people and talk for an hour, it's easy to block it out. 
you know, I mean, nobody's got phones and shit, but it's easy to daydream and all that. But with right. the with the songs and what I'm singing about, it like penetrates that wall uh, that we've got up because we got yeah. the drug addicts, we got the thickest, highest walls yep. of anybody, and that's the cool thing because these songs bust those walls down, and um, and I, you know, well, people once, cry once again. It's 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 doing it in a different way. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, you could go to you could go to rehab 20 times mm-hmm. and not hear any different. If you're going to standard your your standard run of the mill and I hate to Processing they, they, they are and, out yeah. there. Yeah. Cookie cutter program. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Come in. I, I had a I had a uh, I had a counselor when I was in my second time of trying to get sober and she used to tell me in our group in our groups, we do groups twice a week and mm-hmm. she'd go god greg you got this down you know all these answers you know all of this mm-hmm. and what she never said and what she didn't say and what i did not um admit was yeah but i i don't know how to i don't know how to um implement it implement yeah. it out in the out in my mm, life yeah. i don't know how yeah. to take everything all this knowledge it's all freaking worthless mm. Because Can't I don't know it. how to apply it yeah. when I, in my daily life. Yeah. I was never given a big book. I was never. I never was told mm. to get a sponsor. Mm. I was never. Um, hey, you know, there's a gazillion AA meetings out there in Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah. None of that. Yeah. Right. We we went. We we got in a van. We went and we did these certain things, and so. Um, I never. You know, I never. Nobody ever expounded on the whole process yeah yeah living sober there's different ways to find your way Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and and music is huge i and i should know this my mom did music therapy oh really i mean her master's degree was in whatever working with yes um i I, did she go into prisons she no 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 public public schools oh yeah wow how do we know each other this many years no, i no, never no. knew that yeah public schools but oh. i mean she she did developmentally handicapped oh. and and physically handicapped um i mean you know wow. with because that's what music does and and i was exposed to oh. this oh. and yet of course jay dow wasn't around so i never <laughs> i never had anybody now yeah. have you ever been to uh the eric Jenis concert I have not. Okay. I've, I helped guys. So that's I that's one more thing. I hooked is him that, up. Is that when 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 he came through and and did his his first ones um, at a couple places mm-hmm. and I was listening and the stories that he told, he's not in the program, mm-hmm. but he he does have a disabled, uh, 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 developmentally handicapped child. Oh. Okay. So he has oh, yeah, struggles that, yes, in his life. Does. But. Um, but he was talking about how he, I mean, this is a guy who's a classically trained musician mm-hmm. who goes to prisons. Yeah, I know. He and does. talks to those tough guys that we were just talking yes. about earlier. Yep. And, 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 and the guys with their hands, arms folded. And he tells yep. the stories about this, about a kid who's been in, in, incarcerated his, the most majority of his life. And he's only 16 years old. And he says, I've never been told that somebody loved me. Mm, yeah. And it was like, holy shit. Yeah. Okay. My point being is that music reaches 
way differently than words, yeah, spoken really words, or, yeah. um, or, or a program on a piece of paper that yeah, says, relapse hey, prevention. Write, a, write a sentence on your happiest time in your life. Yes. Well, I was super loaded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had a bunch of money, a I huge a, pile I of cocaine. Mo- yeah, I had money in my pocket, a girl yeah. on my arm, yeah. and, uh, and, and mm-hmm. you know, the police weren't after me yet. Yeah. Yet. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's yeah. not the happiest time of my life. Mm-hmm. It was probably when I was the saddest. You know what I mean? Mm. So, um, yeah, the music thing is a, is a big deal. It really is. It's an interesting thing. I um, I don't know. It's it's so cool. It's amazing how many songs you can write about drug addiction. <laughs> I have like sixty of them. <laughs> that's nuts. Hey, go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and look at all the people that are in there. Yeah. And then look up their songs and read some of their lyrics. Yeah. Because there's a shit ton of them out there. Yeah, there is. It's, right. Yeah. It's... I mean, you know, it's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. Okay, gotta ask you, mm. if you had one wish, mm-hmm. what would it be? That my dad was still alive. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. That's you did. it. Okay. Um, if you could disappear for two weeks mm-hmm. to anywhere in the world, we'll let you take Sandy. Okay. Where would you go? Um... Go. Man... <laughs> That's, uh, man, I might have to come back to that. Okay. It's, That's um, all right. A lot of options there, man. There you know? really is. I mean, um, there really is, but it's, there's a, man, I don't are you, know. Are like, you a, are you a, um, I, I want to be in, I see, I can't picture Jay with, a snorkel on. <laughs> I just can't. Yeah. I just can't. Yeah. I've, yeah. Snorkel in uh, Cozumel, Mexico. That place is phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. I don't know where, you know, it's an interesting thing. Um, I can see Jay. Do, do you remember the, the scene from Animal House where the, <laughs> where John Belushi's coming down the stairs yeah. and the guy's sitting there on the stairs yeah. singing, um, What's oh what's this song? Some song my that, oh my love is a cherry or something like that. And yeah. he picks up the guitar and just smashes it to pieces. <laughs> yes. And the two girls sitting with the dude are like, oh my god, what the hell? And he's like, hands it back to him. Yeah. Yeah. You're that dude on the stairs. That's fine. I could see you sitting in a nice warm, cozy place, just strumming along and just kind of. Yeah, I think what I you know what I would like to do for two weeks is maybe load up and kind of go around the country to different drug rehabs. You know, kind yeah. of plan some hiking. You wouldn't be and, really disappearing. Yeah. I mean, the point of the question was to if you wanted to just get away. Yeah. But hey, it's a weird deal because I mean, I, if you were in if you were in some place in you know South Louisiana, ain't nobody there know you. Yeah, it's a weird thing because I love my life so well, much. Sure. Yeah, I really don't want to leave anywhere right. right now. Yeah, it's nuts. Yeah. It's, we need, but you know, like we, this is how sober I am, bro. You throw that question at me, and then I'm like, okay, well, I instantly think about, okay, can I can't? It's it's a pain in the ass to fly with Cooper. 
we gotta leave the dog at right, home. The landscaper and the pool guy have oh, to be God. like we have to change oh, the code. Like, it's nuts. Yeah, like, you gotta just let that go. It's, it's just crazy. a question. I know. It's just a question. It's, this is how you still got I am. that. You still Bo's back there going, "Oh my God, I totally I, get it." Because my mind went to about 250 miles an hour <laughs> when he asked that question. <laughs> I can see it on his face. I swear to God. I know, right? And that's what a lot of people do, you know? Um, it's <laughs> nuts. Is, uh, oh, yeah. oh, total, total at ease. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Of, of just going, oh, no, I, I want to go and, you know, that island that everybody pictures with yes. that has two coconuts on it? Yeah. Three palm fronds. Yeah, yeah. Nobody and, around. And there's nobody around. Yeah. And that's all you got to eat and whatever, man. Yeah. Uh, you know, put me in a FedEx plane and let me go down in the ocean, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what was the name of that movie? Yeah. Wilson. Love that. <laughs> Love Wilson. That's oh, a great um, movie. Not a bad way to go. Jay, thank you for, for being here today. Um, I want to yes, remind everybody you. out there to uh, th- a couple things. One is uh, unless you tell someone, um, nobody can help you. So mm-hmm. whether you are thinking of committing suicide, whether you are thinking of harming yourself in some way, shape, or form, um, there is the crisis hotline with 988. You can call it any time. You can text. You can start a chat. You don't even have to speak to somebody Um you know, voice to voice. Um, but, but you got to start it and, uh, nobody can help you, if you unless you start it. And the other thing is, is, uh, don't forget that you can see and find a lot of information on the Crossroads website at the crossroadsinc.org. Uh, we have resource lists, we have job openings, we have all of our facilities that you can go to meetings. There's a lot there. So, um, please, let your fingers, nobody knows what let your fingers do the walking means. I almost <laughs> I said do. that. Oh, I my do. God. I know what it means. I'm so freaking old. Yeah, um, welcome to my there, life. Yeah, there, there is no yellow pages anymore. Yeah, I know. So, um, People don't even know what a phone book is. Yeah, I know. What's a phone book? Yeah. Well, I have one right here. It's my, in my phone. Yeah, it's contact. Yeah. Oh, my God. Wow. Let your fingers do the walking. <laughs> so I just showed my age. I'm the old fart in the studio. Me and too. Um, once Me again, too. Jay, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Um, I love being around you. You have an infectious laugh and smile and positivity about mm. you that I absolutely love. Um, you and Sandy, I love seeing you guys at Little whenever we run into mm. each other. Um, even if I'm wearing... How Did I see you guys at Halloween? Oh, God. A year I wish. ago. A year, no, ago a year ago. At the. Robin at Hood? the No, Lionel was playing over at Crossroads East, and yeah. I showed up in my Halloween costume. What were you wearing? It, it was a. It was a skeleton looking mask and uh, some gloves and oh, I, yeah, I had a black scary. a black top hat on yeah, and, and yeah. you could not tell yeah, who I was right. and I, I was sitting down just freaking people out, yeah, yeah, breathing heavy and doing some <laughs> weird shit like that. It's not all behavior if you're still doing it. <laughs> Ooh. I'm going to use that. Yeah, it's not one. old behavior if you're still doing it. Right. I love it. I hit that with sponsors all the time. God, I got something t- from today after all. Um, <laughs> just joking. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Love thank you. you. I can't wait to. I love you too. I can't wait to be on your podcast. Yes. And um, we'll, we'll, see, we'll see you all next time. Yeah, thanks, thanks for listening. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Recovery On Air, the official podcast of Crossroads Addiction Rehabilitation with your host, Greg Halverson.
Join us next time as we continue our candid discussions about addiction and recovery. Listen 24-7 anytime to this or any of our shows online at StarWorldWideNetworks.com or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.